Hey sister, hey, I am just so beyond blessed and grateful that I get to spend time with you every single week in this podcast, where we're going to grow together in our faith and in our fitness journeys. We're going to be reminded each and every week of the truth God says about us and our bodies and honoring our temples, which honors him in return right? That being the focus of our fitness journey. In motherhood, we're going to talk mom life. We're going to talk faith. We're going to talk fitness. We're going to talk nutrition. We're going to dive into all of that, but God is always going to be the center of it all and grace because we all know we need a lot more of that because this is hard stuff. It is hard to put our faith in fitness at the first and the forefront of our journeys in this life as mamas and as women as all the different hats we wear. I am no expert. I'm just a fellow sister in Christ that is just so freaking passionate of helping you to remember what a gift your body is and how we can treat it as a temple. Let's get it. Let's go. Hey girl. Hey, it is Wednesday or maybe you're not listening to this on Wednesday, but you know what I mean? We record this podcast and have it ready and set to go every single Wednesday at 5 a.m. So if you want to catch all the rest of the episodes, make sure to go back and listen to all of the other 39 episodes. But today is episode 40. I cannot believe that. I 40 episodes already. That is insane to me. Um, I am not going to lie. I'm a wee bit agitated this morning because it was 80 degrees this weekend and now it is 30 and snowing. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Um, so I'm a little bummed about that, but we're going to have a good time on today's show because I think in today's episode, I don't know why I said today's show. <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. I am your host, Kelsey Combs. Um, anyways, um, yeah, just just ignore that. Okay, I'm a weirdo. Those of you that know me and know my awkwardness, you get me. I love you. Um, let's chat about a question though that has came up often and I keep hearing it over and over again. Like throughout the years, I've heard this question probably at least 10 times, at least. Um, and it is a very simple question. And I some I have written it off for a long time thinking like why don't people like how do people not know that? But Honestly, I think that there's so many women that have this misconception, so I think it'd be really good to cover. And the question was, and again, I am not making fun of this question. I am not um, demeaning or degrading this question at all. It's a legit question, and obviously there are other people that have had this same exact question, and it needs to be answered. It needs to be clarified for you because there's a misconception that abs are somewhat formed and they are created by specific exercises that we are doing or a very specific thing or one specific thing that someone is doing. And the question was, Kels, I see you working out all the time. I see you eating well, but like, how, in, how are you getting your abs so defined? Like, why are your abs so defined? And how do I do that? And I'm not saying this to toot my own horn. There are times, obviously, where my abs are very defined. There are times, though, right after I eat in the morning, like, where my abs just vanish. Like, it isn't saying to me how first thing in the morning you can look as though you have a six-pack and within two hours after that, you know, of getting up, putting fluids in your body, eating, all of that. Like, it just changes everything, like, within hours. Um, But let's, first of all, I want to clarify and make sure you know Every single body is different, and Christ has created us all differently. I have not always had a very strong core. I have not always had defined or toned definition in my abdomen. It has not been a thing at all. Like Even when I was a half marathon runner, I'm going to get into this in a second, when I was a half marathon runner in college, I did not have near the core strength that I do now, and I'm going to go into that in a little bit. But I want you to stay focused on the fact that the enemy 
I read recently, and this was so good. I read recently that the enemy doesn't come to us with like a pitchfork in his horns looking for evil. He comes to us in the form of exactly what we always desire, what we're always wanting. He comes to us in that form. So it's very deceiving and very deceitful. And you can think that you want like that, that you want the abs and you want the definition and you want that. But remember, do not allow that focus of that result to be the main focus and the main foundation of your fitness journey because the enemy will try to make that happen. There's a couple of reasons why we need to make sure we are not falling for this flesh-driven fitness trap that he has for us. I'm going to repeat that. The enemy has a flesh-driven fitness trap for us, for especially for us women. And there's three reasons that it doesn't work. Number one is it becomes an idol. When we start focusing on just the results, I'm going to get into actually answering your question in a second, but if we get focused on just the results and we get focused on fitness being all about aesthetics and all about the outward appearance and all about what we look like, it becomes an idol. And we're not supposed to put anything before God. We can put, we can end up putting a Reese's peanut butter cup before God. Like, and we're not supposed to do that. Like if you are struggling with sugar, sugar may be an idol for you. And that may be a hard thing to hear. But when we start focusing our life and focusing our thoughts and focusing our actions every single day, all around one thing that can become an idol. It can be something that we are setting before the Lord. Okay. So that's number one, why it doesn't work. Why the flesh driven fitness trap that the enemy has for us, that flesh-driven fitness does not work for us. Number two is it creates a very unhealthy, warped relationship with food and your body. And when you have a very unhealthy relationship with food in your body, what you end up, what ends up happening is you go on these vicious cycles of binging, then you make sure that you are restricting, then you are hitting your body, you're nitpicking your body, you're you're self-sabotaging, all those things, but then you're really hardcore again, then you're back and forth and it's exhausting and that does not work. It is absolutely exhausting when you do not have a healthy relationship with your body and loving it right now for as it is and showing up for it right now as it is. And that's why you're focused on your fitness journey. And when you have an unhealthy relationship with food and you have them classified as good foods and bad foods and, oh, I can't have this rather than I'm choosing not to have this, all of that kind of mindset stuff around food. That ends up creating issues because, again, it goes on that vicious cycle of binging, restricting, binging, restricting, and you don't really ever just love food and allow yourself to enjoy food and the foods that God has made for us, okay? So that's another reason why it doesn't work. And then the third reason is this fitness-driven or this flesh-driven fitness trap does not have a power source. In the flesh, you are completely on your own. You don't have God or the Holy Spirit. That is why it is so important that if you want a successful health and fitness journey, if you want to succeed in this journey and you are a believer, God needs to be the core and the center and the foundation of that fitness journey. He doesn't just get to be an add-on. He's not something that's separated from our fitness journey, from our health walk, okay? He is the core reason. He is the source, the power source. And when we have him as the power source, (laughs) we can do a whole lot more than having him be the power source than just doing it by ourselves when we're just trying to do it in the flesh. So that's the third reason why it doesn't work is this flesh-driven fitness trap that the enemy has for us has no power source because it's us and not the Lord. 
We're relying on our motivation, our discipline, our energy. How many times have you tried to do that and you've just fallen off course because, well, you're in the flesh. You're a human. We don't always feel motivated. We don't always feel driven. We don't always feel disciplined. We don't always have the energy. If we rely on us, we're going to fail every single time. Eventually, we will bottom out. We will tap out. It just won't be able to happen. So let's go into now the answer to the question because, again, we don't want to be focused on, I understand it's, it's okay to have goals. It is okay to be driven and have goals that you are driving towards. And, and that be something that really helps you stay motivated. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, I'm not saying that that's, that's sinful. I'm not saying that's wrong. It becomes wrong when you become obsessed on those things and those things come before your real reason of working out and, and caring for your body and caring for your temple and that's Christ. If it becomes before that, then it becomes an issue. But if you're wanting to build a strong core, if you're wanting to be more defined in your core, here's the answer. It's not one specific set of exercises. It's not a certain kind of exercise. I truly, and I'm gonna be, I'm completely honest here, very rarely do I work on just um, focusing on my core very rarely. And if, if I do do any core workouts, it's like the five minutes at the end of my 45 minute workout. And here's why, because I do a lot more strength training now and in your strength training. And this is, this is number one. This is one of the reasons, one of the ways that you can start building a strong core and it's strength training. Because in each of the moves of your strength training workouts, your core is your stabilizer muscle. Like that is, it's what's helping you get through the moves. It is, it is, um, what's the word? Not squeezed. Gosh, I can't even think of the word. It is, um, oh, Kels, good Lord. You guys know what I'm saying. It is initiated. It, It is fired. The core is fired in each, in each of your, that's not the word I'm looking for, but it works. It's fired in each of the moves. It's helping you stabilize. It's helping you have balance. It's helping you lift the weight in each of the moves that you're, do, that you're doing in said workout with the strength training. Okay, does that make sense? Your core is working in each of the moves. So you don't have to necessarily work on specific exercises and not one specific exercise is going to get you the result of your core that you were looking for. Okay? The second thing is nutrition. Actually, that should be the first one. So the first one is really nutrition. The second one is strength training and not just doing cardio. That's such, that's such a, it's such an annoying thing to me now, but I used to, I used to be this person where I would do tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of cardio and not understand why my core wasn't popping out. Why my ab muscles weren't popping out. Why I just always seemed to always still, my, my abdomen was kind of flat, but I never had much muscle definition there. And I wanted to have some muscle definition there, but I didn't understand why you have to stop just doing cardio and you have to integrate and you have to put some strength training workouts in there. Okay. And then nutrition, nutrition is 80% of your results. I don't know if you remember that, but what you put into your body, what you're putting into your temple with your fitness, nutrition matters so much more than what exactly you are doing for exercises. Honestly, more fruits, more veggies. Okay. More fruits, more veggies, more lean meats, more unprocessed. Don't do any more processed sugars or processed carbs. Less of that. Get all, get rid of all of that. <laughs> but how do you achieve defined abs? 
fueling your body well with the nutrition that it actually needs. Fuel, not just food, but fuel. What are you putting into your temple? What are you putting into your body? I know it's a really boring answer, but this will help with your ab definition so much more. Number two is strength training and not just doing cardio. Number three may surprise you, but get getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night. And I know for us moms, we're like, huh, that's funny. That's hilarious, Kels. I'm just saying do your best. Sleep is detrimental in your progress for your nutri- or in your progress for your fitness. It just is. And it's going to help with your core. I, perfect example. I did night shift as a nurse for about three weeks, just three weeks <laughs> when I, before I had babies. And honestly, my digestive system was so messed up and I was so bloated and I felt so disgusting. Your and my body was just all out of whack. Sleep is so freaking important. It really does mess with so many of your symptoms, your systems, your symptoms, your systems, if you are not getting enough of it. And it and, and fitness is no different. If you're not getting enough sleep, you're not going to get the definition in your abdomen that you were looking for because your your digestive tract may be out of whack. You may be retaining water. You may be bloated. Like hormonally, you may, there may be some levels that are out of, out of whack and out of balance because of lack of sleep. Like it's really, really important. And you can start holding on to fat. You can start holding on to um, that visceral tissue, that visceral fat tissue that you don't want to because you're not getting enough sleep and your stress levels are high. Your hormone levels are high and it's holding on to that fat in areas that you don't necessarily want it to, right? So, Number four, you need to be taking more water in than sugar-filled beverages. A lot of times we go right to the coffee. A lot of times we go for the energy drinks. (laughs) But the more water you put in helps, again, with digestion and eliminating toxins, which is going to eliminate bloating, which is going to help your abdomen be more defined. I know a lot of times right away when I've not had enough water because, one, I get a headache. Two, I get very bloated, and I also really struggle with going to the bathroom, which can be completely honest. I get constipated. Like I, I'm not normal. Okay. I know TMI to some of you, but I'm a nurse. So things just fly. I don't really care anymore. And after you have kiddos, again, things just fly, but more water over those sugar filled drinks, those sugar filled beverages. And number four or number five kind of seems like a no brainer. But veggies and fruits and lean proteins, veggies and fruits and lean lean proteins, that goes with the nutrition part of it, I understand. But the more of that good fiber, um, all of those nutrients, those starchy vegetables, um, and those lean proteins, getting that nutrients is going to, again, help with your digestion, which is going to help get your, also get your body with the nutrition that it needs to build lean muscle, okay? Because if we're just fueling it junk all the time, we're not giving our body the actual fuel it needs to build the lean muscle. We're actually working against ourselves. So why do we do that to ourselves? I don't know. And number six, some of you are really going to roll your eyes at me for this one, but number six is we need to try to maintain stress levels. And I talked about this in a previous episode, but when our stress levels are really high, and this also goes when we, when we undereat, our body goes into what's called a starvation mode, and it creates kind of the same, the same hormonal imbalance and struggles. When you're stressed, same as when you're in starvation mode, your cortisol levels, which is a stress hormone, will elevate. When you are stressed and that cortisone level elevates, your body is like in a starvation mode. It thinks it needs to hold on to fat. For a lot of women, one of the first places they're going to hold on to fat is their abdomen, their lower abdomen. So 
If we're not maintaining our stress levels, that can also obviously be working against us concerning having that defined core that we're looking for, that we're trying to make sure that we are, um, again, not focusing on that, not being our main focus. But if that's one of our goals, if we're really trying to work on that, why would we work against ourselves by not maintaining our stress levels? And again, as moms... (laughs) gosh, I get this. As moms, as spouses, as people who work, people who stay at home, people who are homeschooling, people who send the kids to public school, there is stress everywhere. No matter where you're at in your phase of your life, there is stress everywhere. I don't care if you have a newborn or if you have a 16-year-old or if you have a 29-year-old, there is stress everywhere. So obviously healthy ways to maintain stress is one of them is working out. One of them is reading your Bible. One of them is going on a walk. One of them could be going and enjoying a day with girlfriends, going out and getting a pedicure, going out to a coffee date. Like, do things that bring you joy and help you relieve stress. Okay? Sometimes it may be binge watching Netflix. I don't know. Like, find a good, pure show that can help decrease because don't do anything violent or like on the Netflix. Don't find anything violent or like super like intense because that may intensify your stress. But If you can find something that you really enjoy that allows you to just relax, put your feet up, get in your cozies, get in your comfies, and just hang out for the day and just binge Netflix for the day, maybe you need that one afternoon. I don't know. You know your body better than I do. If you begin to be stressed, though, and that stress level continues to elevate and continues to stay stay that way, it's not going to help you with your health and fitness goals. We have to figure out a way. Take a nice warm bath with some Epsom salts. I absolutely, absolutely love Epsom salts to no end. I've been using them all the time recently and I just love them and I love that warm bath and that is very, I say all the time, but like it's happened in the like two times in the last month. (laughs) As a mom, you don't get that time all the time. But just remember, if you have wondered, you know, how do I get definition in my abs? There is not just one specific workout that you can do. Okay. There's not just one quick fix. We're not looking for quick fixes. That is a flesh-driven fitness trap. Quick fix solutions are a flesh-driven fitness trap from the enemy because they do not provide everlasting results. They do not provide fulfillment. They do not provide joy. They just provide a way for our flesh to just keep wanting more. We just are, we're never satiated. Our flesh will just keep wanting more and more and more and more. We're not going towards that. That's not our goal here. So it's not just one quick fix exercise or move that you can do every day. It's a combination of a lot of things. And again, do not forget, all of our bodies are made differently. God created all of our bodies differently. It's it's honestly very hard for me to tone my legs. It's hard for me to build muscle in my legs. I don't know why. I, mean, I guess not muscle, but for me to actually tone my legs, it is hard. For me to tone my arms for the longest time, it was hard. After I had babies, obviously toning my midsection was a was a big, I don't want to say science project, but it was difficult. Like there were different things I had to trial and error and figure out. And I have now gotten on that path where things are making sense. It's all working together, but it wasn't just one thing I was doing. I actually changed some things up that I was comfortable with and got uncomfortable. Remember, we want to get We want to get comfortable getting uncomfortable because that is how God transforms our hearts, our minds, our souls, our bodies. So get comfortable being uncomfortable, trying something different, not just doing your cardio on your elliptical machine. Try integrating some strength workouts. You're not going to get bulky women, ladies, friends, mamas. You're not going to get bulky, bulky sisters. I cannot talk today. Sorry, I'm Mary Tanner's in too, so I'm going to like slur in my speech a little bit. You're not going to get bulky. 
You don't have the chemical and hormonal makeup that men do for you to get bulky. And especially if you're doing light, weight, light weights and a lot of repetitions, trust me, you're not going to get bulky. And even if you do higher weights, heavier weights, I do some pretty heavy weights and I've gotten some of the best results by doing those heavier weights. That'll be a whole nother episode. I can do one on that if you want me to. Actually, let me know if you would like me to do an episode on that. Cardio versus weight training and the benefits and all of that and how it works with a woman's body. The makeup of and our, our build, our muscular build and how weightlifting and weight training and strength training actually helps us a lot more in the long run rather than just doing cardio. Cardio is still really important, but if you want me to do an episode on that, I will definitely do that because I've been there where I've only done cardio and been miserable and been really frustrated and defeated and not seeing results and just being, ugh. So I can do an episode on that if you want. Let me know. But I hope this was helpful. Again, this is a comment and a question I've gotten lots and lots and lots of times. So I think it's something that needs some clarification. It is not just one exercise. It is not just one move. It is not just one food that you can drink. It's not or eat. It's not just one drink that you can drink. It's not a pill. It's not a wrap. Okay, it's not any of that. <laughs> Those are not long-term everlasting results that we are looking for. That is not a spirit-led fitness. That is a flesh-driven fitness. And that's a trap from the enemy. Do not focus, try to focus on just one thing, helping all of your problems and satiating all of your goals. Like that's not going to happen. All right. You have a blessed day, friend. I'm going to get going. I actually have to go to work now, get some educational stuff done for my nursing job. But I'm so glad that we got to spend some time together this morning. I am so blessed that you are here. And obviously, as usual, if you got something from this episode or if you were like, this girl is really ridiculous to listen to, I cannot ever again. That's okay. I'm not for everyone. I get that. Your girl is not for everyone. I totally understand that. Um, But those of you that do enjoy this podcast and you are getting something from it, Always, 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 always share on your podcast or on your podcast, on your stories on social media and let me know what stood out to you. What did you like most from this podcast? Maybe there's another woman that needs to hear the exact same thing. Share it with her. Share it to your story so she can see it and tag me in it so I know that you're getting something out of this podcast so we can keep growing the podcast and this platform to glorify the Lord and get his truths into them and get a spirit-led fitness journey instead of a flesh-driven uh, fitness journey and a trap that the enemy is trying to have on so many women. I, I really, really, really am so passionate about making sure we have this spirit-led fitness journey instead of this flesh-driven fitness journey because the enemy wants us to be in that flesh-driven mindset and I want us to be in the spirit and I know that that's what God wants of us too. So that's why this podcast is here and I'm really ready to continue to grow it and bring more and more glory to him through this podcast. So thanks so much, friend. I will talk to you later. Let's get it. Let's go.